Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, let's get this started off with a trade. So it's a 12-team Superflex PPR 1.75 tight end premium start 10. Are you going Garrett Wilson and a 2024 third or Brandon Ayuk and a 24 first? Let's call it mid. Scott, go ahead, man. Wow, it got very quiet. Sounds like an airplane whenever Shane yeah, comes off mute. Exactly. I, I just got off a plane and I'm wondering, like, did I get back on? Did I get transported back in time? Uh, no, the, the hot topic today on Twitter, um, I did have the Wi-Fi on the plane, so I was able to just crush the X streets with Garrett Wilson information this afternoon. This is a smash trade. I mean, unfortunately, with Garrett Wilson, he is now facing probably the rest of his rookie contract with inefficient QB play. You hate to say it, but where is it going to get better? I get it. The Jets right. could make some random trade for like Matt Stafford or someone like that, but it's not going to happen. They're going to roll out Zach Wilson. He's probably going to fail. What do you think? Within four games, Shane, they realize he's horrible and they probably should get Less. a better quarterback. <laughs> now Shane is muted because now he's muted because he's embarrassed. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have. I don't get embarrassed. Um, I, I was realizing <laughs> watching last night as soon as he got in there, like, oh, this this guy still sucks, huh? He's he's still terrible. Um, but real quick on that Garrett Wilson note, you should take a look at the offer that was offered to you and uh, uh, Dogtown in, I don't know, one of the leagues we share. Because there's a first in Terry McLaurin for you. All I want back is Garrett Wilson. That's it. Hmm. Well, I mean, to the trade on the screen, it's, it's very similar. It's You're getting a better receiver, most likely, in Iuke and the 24 first mm -hmm. for Garrett Wilson in a start 10. So studs matter a little more in a start 10 versus a start 11 or a start 12. But I think you look at last year, Zach Wilson, 26 pass attempts a game, 54% completion percentage, EPA per play, bottom of the entire league for the last two years since he started. So essentially, the volume is low, the quality is low, and the odds of completing the pass is very low. So with that, it's hard to even, I don't even care if you tell me Garrett Wilson gets 30% market share. What do you end up getting, Shane? Drake 30, London, right? 30%. That pretty much. Okay, Drake London had uh, zero receptions. I don't know I, if you heard, zero. My, my point zero is you end up with a situation where the peripherals look good, and then you go, man, can just the quarterback be decent or the volume be good or anything be quality? Now, I did see the rumor about them going after Brissett. There's other quarterbacks they could sign that could at least get them to, like, what, maybe middle of the pack. But, yeah, I'm doing these leverage deals reacting to the information quick. If I can get a first and a guy like Ayuk or Ridley or Higgins or someone like that, like I'm not hesitating twice taking that deal all day. 25 first too. It doesn't matter. Yep. Any first it, in an Ayuk type. 
it's got to be a receiver that's in that like at least one tier below. I don't right. want to go down to DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy. That's where you're getting into the guys where you're like, okay, what am I actually getting in the receiver that I'm grabbing? But man, you're getting one of those guys that's like a tier below and a first. I'll just take that and run. So fuck no, I'm not making that deal. Hopefully we're not um, uh, still in the demonetization zone. I Look, I, I believe in the player. This is where Mean Scott definitely diverged, right? Like I, I get fixated on a player. I go, this player is really, really good. Uh, he was a top five dynasty asset to me this time last night. Uh, so he still is. I don't know when Aaron Rodgers uh, messed up his, <laughs> his his Achilles. It was a uh, at some point yesterday. But no, I, I'm I'm still holding on to Garrett Wilson here. So Scott, you uh, on our Discord, you did a emergency Aaron Rodgers drop. It was I think 12:45 a.m. here. You were in Vegas, but you did a eight or nine minute Aaron Rodgers emergency drop on our Discord. Give us a uh, give us your take, man. Doesn't have to be nine minutes this time, but what are we doing with Aaron Rodgers? Actionable advice, sir. Well, shout out since this is the first stream I've been on uh, here since we did the merge with uh, DD. So we do have the Discord over there. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it wasn't announced officially when you guys streamed last week. But uh, yeah, I mean, you get more specific, actionable, like immediate content. We used to do that on Dynasty and Chill Patreon. Now it's going to be moved over to the trades in five discord. So you're going to get stuff over there. Just what I'm doing. What am I doing right then? Not what I'm putting in the chat or what we're debating on Twitter, but literally what am I trying to do in the next 24 hours in my own leagues? And my take on Aaron Rodgers was man, like, and it's actually softened since I recorded that the more that I've thought about it, just because I've gone out and I've tested the market in all of my leagues. I think I have five Aaron Rodgers shares and, a lot of them are on teams where I have three quarterbacks. And that's one thing I noticed when I go and right. try to trade because it's twofold. I'm looking at the teams where I have Rogers going, okay, can I get anything for him? Then I'm also looking at the teams where I have like Josh Dobbs as a fourth QB. And I'm going to the team that has Aaron Rodgers. Like, are you desperate enough to give me like a third <laughs> for Josh Dobbs? Or will you give me a second for Zach Wilson? Like if the Rogers team needs a QB, I even sent Clay an offer. Hey, Clay lost Rogers. I sent him Tannehill for a first. So, so gross. My point is you're playing it both ways. You're playing it both ways. You're looking to see if the Rogers manager has anything to sell. If Rogers was his QB two, it's probably cooked, you know? And then if they need a QB, can you sell him one? But for me with Rogers, he's 39. He's going to be 40. He just tore an Achilles. Even if he makes it back. What is he if he makes it back? Is he, right. does he have a, ch- Shane, does Aaron Rodgers, if he makes it back, have a chance to finish as a top 15 QB? Assuming he's probably not going to be able to move at all. I think he'll be able to move. I mean, look, best case scenario, yeah, he comes back next year and he's a top 15 quarterback, but that like everything has to go right. Like, you know what I mean? Like as a 23 year old quarterback, you need everything to go right. This dude's 39. This dude, his your body at 39 is not built. I mean, talk to Ray GQ about Achilles, right? He tore his Achilles uh, at the Fantasy Football Expo two years ago. A couple now, years right? ago. Yeah, a couple years back now. And it took him uh, – it's funny because he was just talking – I heard him talking about it on Wake Up not that long ago. Like, he, yeah, yeah, I'm walking normal now. Like, and I know one's a professional athlete, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, dude, right, your body right. just, when you're 39 years old, it just reacts different. Like, I, I've got no hopes whatsoever for Aaron Rodgers. And 
I'm feeling really good that uh, he was my get me through quarterback uh, to the for the teams that I have Kyler Murray. But you have Kyler, yeah, yeah as, yeah, as like back, a good bridge. Back yeah. that up well, bridged it to Kyler, and this dude doesn't even last a quarter. But, but yeah, no, I'm moving him for anything. Just bye. Yeah, I think that if you get a second. That's probably the target price. I don't think you're going to get a lot of buyers with that until you just get some news that he had his surgery. I, I read a thing today where it's because it was his left leg, I guess, which is not his plant leg, that he should be able to recover and play quarterback fine and have no mechanical issues or anything. Now, I don't know about his mobility, but the one, I guess, saving grace was that the the left Achilles would have been better to tear for him than the right. Yeah, but but that and that's but I mean we're talking what? Yeah, that's like very saying, very small margins of like it. I mean, it, it's not it's probably a thing, though. It's it's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. If if you hurt one versus I the guess, other, if you're a it's like, righty. it's like you no, got shot in the shoulder. So you're like, here's oh, the thing, Shane. A shoulder wound. Here's why I think it's more relevant. <laughs> we are looking at an extremely small window of time with Rogers. You don't have a year to go. Ah, oh, he's still getting back from the injury. He was a two year bet already. One year is gone. The other is he needs to be healthy by July and ready to go to produce top 15 numbers. There, there isn't a, well, maybe he'll play three years and we'll give him another year and then I'll buy him when he's age 41. You know what I mean? Like it's such a small window. You can't afford a setback. You can't afford always going to need another couple months. It has to be perfect and the smallest recovery possible to be worth it. So I'm guessing I'm probably not going to end up even moving the ones that I have because the the prices have been. Someone offered me Dion Jackson. Okay, Are you serious? Dion Jackson. On. How about a 26 third? Uh, you know what I mean? Like you're getting to the point where, at that low of a price, this isn't a J.K. Dobbins situation where any third gone. See, you, don't even want him on my roster. He's just a body. So I think you can probably bank on him being a starting quarterback again. Yep. Because uh, I don't think he's going to go out this way. But, yeah, it's got to be a second. I'd take a second, just walk away, and I'll worry about it later if I need another quarterback. Yeah, if I could buy him for a third, I'm all in on a third. But, I mean, third is that, That's not right? happening. I mean, I ran yeah. some polls. Clay, Will Levis or Aaron Rodgers? Is it even close? Wills. Give me, the, give me blue jeans, baby. I mean, I guess Levis. It, it would have to depend a little bit Whoa. on my team. I feel like I don't no, know, man. No. Zach Wilson. Or so, it just feels so gross. Zach Wilson. I can see going. You know what? No, I'm just going to hold on to Aaron Rodgers. But Zach will Will Levis, Will Levis, whatever his name is, he's still got the the allure of failure in front of him. Like he hasn't actually failed yet. So I'm, I'm cool grabbing him. But I'm definitely not. I'm not. I'm not doing it for Wilson. I'll do it for Will Levis all day. So last one, if they were to trade for Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett or Aaron Rodgers? Well, me, Jacoby Brissett, because every team he's on, he was supposed to bridge me to Kyler Murray in yeah. week fucking five. So I got to get the week five, man. <clears throat> isn't that the I'd, point, I'd love though? what a little bit of juice. Give me like $5, Fab. But, and, uh, isn't and that the point, though? <laughs> if you just said if Brissett went to the Jets, you would just take him over Rodgers. That doesn't does that not scream that it is the most like short term bet that you could yeah. possibly make if it's anybody there that has any semblance of decency? You would take him over Rodgers because he's yeah. a body. What, what do you have to tack onto Rodgers to get Sam Howell, even for example? I mean, I, like a second. Like Aaron Rodgers is one of those types now who like doesn't even count in a trade, basically. I, like we've said in the past, right? Like it's a nothing. Like Brian I think Tannehill, you have to tack like on. Trade, you, you sent me. 
you have to tack on the price of the guy you're trading for. Yeah, that right. doesn't even help. Rogers doesn't even count in the trade. You're like, oh, sure, right. you're willing to give him to me for free? Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Crazy right. times, man. So, Rogers is done. See you. Bye. Yeah, that's yeah okay let's put up uh let's put up a question here this is from uh this is from last night or today rather on the uh on the discord so james cook price check thought he looked pretty good shane your eyeballs what does your eyeballs think of your boy james cook who used to be 40 percent exposed on yeah I, I wish i wish i had a little more exposure to him apparently i added him in every deal i could find um because i had him in 11 leagues at one point i'm just going to assume a lot of those are the cut down <laughs> leagues right those are the leagues i cut down on when i i got out in non-listener leagues after last year i mean he looked really good he had a 70 percent opportunity share uh i'm i'm uh what's the word i'm looking for um rounding up uh from 69 point something percent um he would he have six targets, I think. Um, he was the the main running back. I mean, he looked good. I I, I liked him. I, I don't know that he's worth a first. I can't imagine giving a first form. Um, but most likely I couldn't do that with any quarterback. But I, would I like you sell him. Would you sell him for three seconds? So two twenty-four seconds and a twenty-five second. I probably should say yes. Easy. But what what am I gonna do with them? Well, what am I buying with them? Who am I buying? I can't buy Puka Nakua. Not with a second. <laughs> so that's that's easy for you. Three seconds, no problem. What if it was two seconds, Scott? You selling James Cook for a 24 second and a 25 second? I think the process says even yes, I would sell for two seconds. But that's probably because I've designed my running back room to absorb a couple of those deals. I right. will say the good thing about a guy like James Cook is if you bought him, and you held him, unlike Shane, because Shane even said on the uh, last mannequin show that James Cook is somebody he wish he had more of. And I was like, really? You rather you should have more James Cook? You were the biggest James Cook fan a year ago to the point where, I mean, it was it was insane how much we we used to give him shit every single time, every single stream. Every single, oh, Shane, that's James Cook, his guy. Yeah. Uh, I think with your your roster build, James Cook is a great running back to just say. I know he's not the perfect profile. I know that the rug could be pulled out from under him at any point, and they bring in somebody else that does something better than he does. But because of his offense, his week one usage was even more encouraging. You just have to design the you have to design your team around. I'm just starting James Cook. I will live with the downs because there's going to be some booms. What what you don't want to do is what I talked about in the last Destination Dynasty, is to have three James Cooks and try to figure out which one you want to play and go, oh, I'll yeah, just play him in brutal. good matchups because you don't know what a good matchup's going to be. You don't. It's so hard to it's so hard to pick it. it I mean, you look well, around this thing. week, and you're like, what a great matchup, and it didn't happen. James Cook is not matchup dependent um, because based off his usage, and again, it's just one game, but they used him as the main running back, but also as the receiving back. So that makes you impervious to game script. Um, that means sure. if, if you're down, well, guess what? They'll throw the ball to you. If they're up, it's neutral, they'll let them run or they'll just, you know, throw it on them as well. So I, I don't get yeah, that to Scott's point. I don't think I'm moving off of James Cook for three seconds. I know Scott said he would, but to his point, I'm not. Because then it's like, all right, I finally hit on one of these guys. And I know that the goal is to, to move all of these dudes, right? But James Cook, I don't feel like is in that tier with the – pray and hope guys like Deion Jackson and guys like that. But let's uh, flip the script though. Let's say all of a sudden he's not injured this week. I could trade James Cook for three seconds and buy Kenneth Gainwell for one second. 
And now I'll just roll with Kenneth Gainwell. Now, the rug could get pulled out of Kenneth Gainwell much quicker than it could James Cook. But what if it doesn't? I now bank two seconds, and it gives me essentially, and I don't, if you told me Kenneth Gainwell is used how he was in week one, and there's no Rashad Penny, and it's essentially a two-man backfield where Swift isn't getting any carries, I would bet on Kenneth Gainwell producing the same as James Cook. I would never uh, bet on that because I actually get to watch (laughs) Kenneth Gainwell um, on a weekly basis, and he is a tuna can. (laughs) I'm saying he's getting 80% of the snaps and 20 touches. Nope, you're not betting on that? No, no. and and that's going to quickly correct itself, of course correct itself, because the Eagles just had their worst rushing game in about two and a half years. And it's what Kenny Gainwell is the lead back because that dude is the definition of get whatever's in front of you, but that's it. So let's move on to go ahead, Scott. What else you got to say, man? That's where we differ. That's where I would just bet on. If you're giving me the three seconds, especially in an active league, if it's more starters, the better I will take the chance on just having those assets banked. And I'm okay being, quote unquote, a little riskier or uncomfortable at that RB spot that I was slotting James Cook in. But I get it. I get it. Yeah, it surprised me in week one. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's move to this question from the audience. We have 372 eyeballs in here right now, only 16 minutes in. Thanks so much for joining. It's going to be a fun show. So Wordy from the crowd says, hey, fellas, let's hear your thoughts on Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett after week one. Let's start with who wants to talk about Jordan Love first. Shane does. Shane's raising his hand. Go ahead, Shane. Manila. So never victory lap after week one. It's petty. You look small, um, and it makes you look like you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. But somebody was like, "I like Jordan Love's situation a lot." That guy was me. I fucking said it repeatedly. Um, I think he looked okay. I mean, I, I don't know how good the Bears are. The Bears are probably a very, very, very bad team. But Jordan Love looked pretty good considering the fact that Christian Watson wasn't out there too, right? Like he had Romeo Dubs and he had Jaden Reed and uh, our dude uh, Luke Musgrave had a nice little target chair there. Yeah. And, and they, they played smart. Like they let him – He I, I don't want to say he was a game manager. He was slightly above that. But a lot of passes to Aaron, Aaron Jones let him do the thing. You know what I mean? So I was happy with it. And then Kenny Pickett uh, broke my heart because on the – Players you want more of. I said, I think I want more Kenny Pickett yeah. or Scott did. I don't know. I don't know who's different between me and Scott. We're the same person a lot of times. Uh, that that did not go well. That that went quite poorly. And now I'll be at, without Dio John for a little bit, which is also not great. <laughs> Scott, what are your thoughts on uh, Jordan Love and how he did? Oh, this will be interesting. So Jordan Love versus Justin Fields. Fields actually had a higher PFF grade. So there's that. Uh while pressured, which is a problem with Justin Fields, obviously, because he gets pressured more than any quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love was horrible whenever the other team got pressure. Now, the Bears can't get any pressure. If you remember, that was the one thing they talked about. The Bears had no pressure, and they they signed a couple veterans to even get respectable. But we'll see. I'm not sold on Jordan Love, but the good thing, I guess, is he went out there. They won because quarterback. when a quarterback wins, they get a ton of credit, right? So Jordan Love's automatically the guy now because the Packers are 1-0. Uh, but he didn't just look lost. It's a problem when it's year four and you're like, okay, this guy doesn't look like he belongs. So he's probably a good starter. And I, I give Shane props for, he was buying Jordan love even before I was, but uh, I bet you there's probably some panic on some other QBs 
notably Daniel Jones or Geno Smith, and you may be able to get a nice leverage deal where you're going from Jordan Love to yeah. one of those guys. And is he better than those two? For sure. Probably not going to bet on that. If I could get like a second tacked on or something, I may do that if someone's scared. Again, Let me ask I you could, this. No. If I could get Daniel Jones <laughs> for, Jordan, for Jordan Love, yeah, I'm all over that. Like I was looking at Dan Jones. I almost sent out offers for him today, like 25 firsts in some of the leagues where I lost Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What do you think uh Jordan Love has the juice to be able to get up into a burrow tier now? Do you think he has that? You don't think he's there yet. He's gonna have to have a couple nice games to where people are comfortable as him being their QB two kind of thing. I don't know. He he just feels like he has the the opportunity to bump in value quite a bit and maybe get to up into those tiers, but not there yet, huh? Not even close. I mean, he's going to, and I have to look up, I don't know what his rushing stats were off the top of my head. Um, he didn't have a bunch of big-time throws. It looked like he didn't have a lot of deep throws. Um, but I, I just don't think he has that that rushing side, that the upside, and I, he's not as good of a passer as Joe Barrow. And uh, as much as I like Jaden Reed and Christian Watson, it's fine enough. Uh, that's not exactly Jamar Chase and whoever they put on that other side when Higgins leaves. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead, Scott. Were you gonna say something? Uh, I was gonna say I don't think he gets up into that tier only because the to get into that tier you probably had to have like a really good profile and be really really good for the beginning of your career. Like he lost those two windows already, so I think at best he gets to like the Daniel Jones range, where he's seen as like the the tier below. Like he's like top twelve, top fifteen, and he stays there because he has some job security. But I don't think he has. A, I don't think he has ability to get above that into like the top ten. Like it's hard for me to see him passing. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, even Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, Anthony yeah. Richardson—like he's not getting into that tier. So, but that's okay. He can crack the top fifteen or so. Yeah. And you're comfortable with that. So, Kenny Pickett was the other part of that question. I just want to make sure we cover that. Didn't just tease it and uh, and not talk about it. Scott, what are your thoughts on Kenny Pickett? I mean, no we didn't more really, Dio John for a little bit. We didn't really talk about this much, but you know, listen, it's one week. You kind of got to throw it away and yep. you got to say, if you thought something, you were convicted about something prior to the season, don't just completely abandon it after one week. I think if we get three, four weeks of sample size, then I think you can start saying, okay, this is probably what things might be the rest of the year. The only weird thing about Kenny Pickett was like, normally the the really hot preseason like that will translate to at least something that yeah. looks like it's good. And then you're something. like, we're the... Because I kept seeing, oh man, some of these teams that had no play in the preseason looked bad. And then I'm like, dude, the Steelers were the best team in the preseason. Everybody they talked about how fantastic. awesome they were. Then they get out there and it's like, can't even, I mean, Pickett, there was a point where like you couldn't even complete a pass. You know, he was under pressure and couldn't complete a pass. So you're just wondering, and I guess the only negative is we've seen that Matt Canada offense before. When it goes bad, it becomes brutal. The end of the Roethlisberger era and the first part of the Pickett-Trubisky era, we saw it be really bad. And I just wonder, without Deontay Johnson, you know, I guess. Well, look, you've got George Pickens, who um, the community has told me is excellent, um, is is a is an alpha, and I'm too low on. So I'm sure he's going to go out there and put up a 30% uh, market share. 
target share mm-hmm. and Dio John. We're not even going to think about him. They got a Rob. He can what get this means no is Pickens is going to no. get 30% target share, right? I will guess not much even changes with Pickens and you're just going to see more Najee and more Allen Robinson, which is not going to make the <laughs> offense better. It's just going to make more touches for those guys, which are probably pretty bad, inefficient players. So I, to yeah. me, when if if Deontay is out, Pickens is a sell. People think, oh man, he's going to explode. And then you get out there and you go, wait a second. Shane, he only had about an 18% market share, even with Deontay Johnson out. What happened? Oh, I, I know. Oh, oh, trust me. I know. I, the first I thing I did, <laughs> the first thing I did when I saw Dio John went out is I had, oh, okay. Let me go to the stats. Okay. Targets, freeze picture, whatever that is. Screenshot, says Screenshot. Some people call it, or freeze picture. I like freeze picture better. Can you, Screen- can you do that on your Blackberry? <laughs> screenshot it <laughs> checked after the game and i was like uh what was that one and a half two targets did he have two more targets after dio john went out when they were down by roughly a thousand points so yeah yeah, yeah. what, what do you think of the new overlay that i just threw up as you were finishing there look at this look, look at join our patreon patreon.com slash all gas that qr code will take you there shane is now with dynasty trades in five not hq um, there's the roster review email. Just thought I'd throw that up there. It's like, oh, that's what I was working on. Um, let's see the, here. What's up? I was gonna say the other concerning thing about the the Steelers is you talked about how or we heard about how their offensive line was gonna be better. Um, it was terrible in week one, and now they face the Browns, who also look like they have a very tough defensive line. So it, this is gonna be a potential second game for the Steelers, where if it looks bad. Pickens was already a divisive player, man. If he goes out there and doesn't produce yeah. when he's going against Denzel Ward in their defensive line, I, I don't know. I, do you, Shane, do you think there is a Pickens sell window? Would you get out? Could you get out for a first this week? You think someone would pay it? I, I think so. I think so. You'd have to spam for a 25, though. Like, because when I tried to move him for 24s, people all of a sudden didn't like him. Um, and I didn't get super aggressive and go because I only have him in a few leagues, but I, I think you could get a 25. Someone's going to believe that this is going to see a spike in his target share, and it might, but I, I can't see it getting much beyond 20%. Would you take Quentin Johnston or Pickens? Oh, Quentin Johnston. It's really hard. Do you know his target uh, share was less than 9%? He played on 22% of the snaps. They don't like him. Um, that's not a good sign for which, uh, I mean, which one would yeah. you take though? Would that be one where you would re-roll the guy on the Herbert offense just because there's probably, there's probably more upside or perceived upside with the uh, injury. The Pickens it, injury has already happened. Is Mike Williams out? Is Mike Williams no. out or did he come he back? In? And I, everybody was praying that he was out. So yes. Yeah. Johnston, but Finally it, it happened. You know what? I, not to, not to kick the baby, but if someone were to offer me that trade, either side I would have, I would just go, no. Like I just, I just hold the side I already have, and I'll try something else. You throw ten fab in there. Would you take that side where you get the fab? <laughs> Fab's not going to do it for me this time. A third? Not this time. No, no. If I could do a third, second swap, then I'll take whichever one I'm, I'm on, you know, is being offered. So let's uh let's handle Gavin's inbox trade here while I see it start at the bottom. Inbox trade: Give Waddle and Russ get T Law. We don't have context, but let's um, yeah. Gavin, let me uh, let me take this down. Actually, if you could write in the context for this trade, we'll uh, we'll answer it properly. And thank you in advance, Shane. So we have a bunch of comments in here. Starred panic on Pitts, London thoughts on Drake, London. Let's talk about the Falcons. Let's start with London. 
Where, where's your head at? Didn't have the best game in the world, to say the least. But are, are you done? Dunskis? I mean, Pickens. Okay. Drake London or Pickens and a 24 second? Mm, I, the only reason I would consider the Pickens in second is because I think I could go and move Pickens. Yeah, and then I'll, buy more. I'll buy London for that. I'll buy London for that. Here's the thing we have to hope for, right? And you never should hope that anyone gets fired, but I hope Arthur Smith gets fired soon because this seems to be his approach. And if they're winning, me and Scott were texting about this on Sunday night, I think. You mean you were texting me just ranting about how horrible the Falcons are and how they just wasted all their first Scott. round picks? Yeah. Whatever. Someone, you were on the receiving end of many of my text messages where I was like, there's no reason to change. You know, there's no reason to change if they're winning. Right. And if you're Arthur Blank and you're winning, then this is fine. If they want to run a 1940s triple wing, triple T offense, cool. That's great. We just wasted a top 10 pick on Kyle Pitts, a top 10 pick on Drake London. Sure. Whatever. Whatever they were. Um, here's the thing, though. You can't keep winning like that. Last year, I think, was the most optimum outcome of that. They, unless the Falcons are going to be okay with being an eight and nine, nine and seven team every year. Like th this is a team that doesn't win. This is a team that won't lose. Like that's how it's built. So you got to hope for Arthur Smith to just fucking shit the bed. I am hoping that he gets fired immediately. I hope that he never works in the game of football again. He's a terrible human being um, with terrible ideas. Is that it? Anything else? You want to beat Shane, him to death more? Are you praying for Taylor Heineke at this point? At least he throws the ball. At least yeah, he, he'll, he'll, he take, he'll go, take a man. shot. Like he, yeah. yeah. Well, and then that's, that's why Arthur Smith will never play him though. So Desmond Ritter is like a safer Marcos Mariota, where it's just like I'm not taking any risks whatsoever. I'm just not going to take a risk. And uh, I'm sorry for even thinking Desmond Ritter was even competent because that dude looks absolutely useless. Um, yes, yes, there is. Um, there's definitely panic on my end, but I got to hope that Arthur Smith gets fired soon. Scott. Yeah. I mean, I'll keep, I'll just Go keep ahead. this one short because with Pitts, I can live with Pitts because he's a tight end. I can still live with just throwing him out there because what else are you throwing out there? You know, like this weekend, it's funny this weekend and two weekends ago in Kentucky, I drafted a bunch of high stakes redraft teams and you know how many of them I go, I'm just punting tight end entirely. Didn't draft more than one. Drafted one and started him in five leagues, Hunter Henry. And I <laughs> joked, nice, I nice. joked with everybody. I don't even care about tight end. I'm just going to roll with Hunter Henry. Now I got lucky because he's literally the tight end one. But you know what? I don't feel any better about my tight end situation now, but I also look at that and go, man, I'm glad I didn't use that fourth round pick on Dallas Goddard, you know, or that seventh round pick on this tight end or blew 20% of my fab to pick up Isaiah Likely and started him. Because, man, he's going to smash when Mark Andrews is out. Nope, he's actually not Mark Andrews, if you didn't know. So I think the point is, like, I can live with Pitts if I already have him because you're not going to be able to get anything for him. I can live with just playing him. And if he gives me seven points, okay, it probably beat half the other teams that paid just as much at tight end than me. So I think I can live with him. London's the one that gets squeezed out to make it really tough with how many good receivers there are out there just to continue to hold a guy that the community says, oh man, he's worth at least a first, a first plus, no doubt. Don't trade him. Don't wait him out. And you're going, what else could you get for him? 
Shane, at one point you looked like you wanted to talk there. Did you, did you forget it? No, no. I was going to say. I mean, I'm I'm clearly not panicking on Pitts. I tried to get a get him for a 25 first off of someone today because they put him on a trade block, and I said, "All right, let me see." You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask well, you this trade. So, 12 team superflex PPR with a 1.5 tight end premium, so a small one. Start 10. Would you sell Kyle Pitts for Dallas Goddard and a 26 first? No. Dallas Goddard in a 25 first. No, I just tried to buy him for a 25 first. Dallas Goddard does not move the needle. I got a better one. If you're oh. holding Dalton Kincaid right now, are you trading him for Kyle Pitts? I mean, what Dalton Kincaid do yesterday? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I'll, I'm just, I'm not going to quit Kyle Pitts for another at least year or so. I'm going to try to construct my team around not having to worry about him going off. I just, I, he has value insulation for me, whether that's the, the league economy, the league market, maybe a different story, but that's my take on Pitts. Like just yeah. the profile. I, I just, I'm not going to be able to quit him. I couldn't quit DJ Moore for years. He's no Kyle Pitts in terms of, uh, in terms of physicality. So anyway. Uh, okay. Should we keep moving here, guys? Let's keep so, moving. Let's just throw this up from T-Bone Jones. Thanks for your response to my email question this week, Scott. Much appreciated. Love the show, gentlemen. Thank you. And yes, Scott and Shane do a ton of, uh, ton of work for the community helping uh helping everybody out so let's go to uh, another one here this is from uh alex and it looks like super chat follow-up this is a 10 team super flex start nine rebuild picket and algier to the champ for a 24 second 25 first 26 second his team is ar stroud jimmy garrett wilson qj uh, Marquise Brown, Bateman, Pickens, Kincaid, Akers. He's got five twenty-four firsts and three twenty-five first. Uh, two tank? Question mark. Not sure what that means. Uh, I mean, with all those firsts, I have no problem doing this trade. If you really want to get out of those two players, or you want to just liquidate more pieces, I mean, five firsts. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. You can afford to trade away Pickett, Algier. I mean, you're effectively getting two seconds for Algier here. If you count Pickett worth the 25 first, even if you throw a second on top of the first, you're still getting a second for Algier. So I'm okay doing it, especially if it makes one of your picks or a couple of your picks maybe a little bit better. Pushes them down and pushes your own pick higher in the draft. I'm okay doing it. All right. Let me see here. Where is that? Streamer makes it tough to find the question sometimes. Okay. Let's uh let's go on to another one here. Let's go to Cow Cowata. Uh this was really early on. This was at noon that he got this question in. So we'll definitely try to address those 12 team half PPR start nine got offered flowers and a 25 first for Waddle Mostert and two 24 seconds. That's current RBs are Eckler, JT Hall, Javante Williams, Gainwell wide receivers, London, Hollywood, Collins, Davis cooks and Puka. Who we're going to talk about next. What do you think about this trade? Shane 12 team half PPR start nine. Flowers in a 24 first or Waddle Mostert in 224 seconds? I mean, the process is just take the first and Zay Flowers, right? You're giving up Waddle, Mostert, and 224 seconds. Now, I don't want to give up Waddle for this. I don't care. I, I know the process says, yeah, I feel like you're selling high on or someone's selling high on Zay Flowers right there with that, that pick. I, I'll just hold on to Waddle, Mostert, in my couple seconds. Man, is Jalen Waddle that good? I think he is, yes. 
Is he good enough to command? I, I love two, Zay Flowers too. Two though. plus first here for me on this. Uh, see, okay, you're counting Mostert and two twenty four first as a, a two twenty four seconds as a I, first. That I'm, doesn't check out in real world though. I'm counting Zay Flowers as if you go send a random first for him, you have zero shot of trading for him. Uh, and you're getting another first in it. I mean, yeah, I'm giving up the seconds in Mostert on top of Waddle, but if you eliminated Mostert in the two seconds, I'm taking Zay Flowers in a first for Waddle all day. All day. Sure. I'm not paying that for a receiver that there's other receivers I consider it, but not Waddle. Now, the other stuff, I don't know. It depends on your roster if you actually value Mostert in the seconds. If you do, then it's a league where you can do something with those, then fine. Maybe take that side. So Puka Nakua, I've seen a bunch starred regarding Puka as well. I saw one from a Jeremy Dynasty Daddy saying the owner wanted a first and a second. And then there are other ones just saying, what are we doing? Is, is he the real deal or not? Let's say it's a uh, let's say it's a start 10, our usual 12 team Superflex PPR start 10. Are you giving, are you buying Puka with a 25 second? No. Shane? I'm not buying, period. Not at what people will want. No chance. Yeah, here's the thing. I think I'd give a 25 second. I don't know if someone's going to move him for a 25 second. I've told everyone to move him for seconds. Like that, that's that's the way to go, right? But then I thought about it. I said, you know what? Just hold him for another week. Because even if he has just a middling week next week, you could still sell him for a second the week after. Um, but if he goes out there and by the grace of God somehow puts up another 40% target share a week, um, where he looks like, I, I, I don't know, uh, Jerry Rice's and Cooper Cup's love child, um, then you can really make a profit on him. Like, do I expect them to, to be – obviously, you can't expect anyone to have a 40% target share, right? That'd be some mm-hmm. kind of record. Um, but I'm willing to hold him for one more week before I move off of him. All right, so let's just think ahead a little bit. This is not okay. about – one week, okay? So let's say Puka Nakua goes out and he finishes as a top 40 receiver this year. However that happens, whether Cup returns or doesn't, Stafford stays all year, the team contends or doesn't, he finishes top 40. Mm-hmm. Okay? Stafford retires. And Cup is back because, I mean, he's under contract with the Rams, so unless he's traded, what will the, the next... March narrative be on Puka Nakua when he's trading for late first, early seconds. How many people will be out there paying that price? Or will it be, man, that was a great year. Came out of nowhere. But if you can get a first for him, take it, right? Get out. Get out. Don't buy into the profile. Even if he's good, the reality it is he was a fifth round pick. Mm -hmm. He didn't have hardly any buzz before the draft. So this wasn't like Justin Ross putting up a top 40 season or Kayshawn Boutte or someone like that. The reality is you're always going to be able to get back in on Puka Nakua for damn near close the price people are asking for after one game. This was not a first-round pick that busted for a little bit. This was not Sky Moore going out and having three games in a row like this. If he did that, then it's like, oh, my God, he figured it out. Now he's good. Puka Nakua, no, nah, man, he's a fifth-rounder. So there's always going to be, and again, I'm coming at this from like a large portfolio i'm always going to be able to buy him if i've now switched my thought to he's the outlier that's hit i'm always going to be able to get back in so why would i not sell for like 90 percent of that right now i mean legit people pay in two seconds people saying they want a first i mean are we really that reactionary here or jacoby myers in a third 
That's I, just Jacob because I saw Jacoby Myers here. I put that up. But... I'll, th- I'll take Puka because I could probably move him for more than that. Puka. I, <laughs> Jacoby Myers is incredibly good, but yes, I would rather have Puka Nakua because yeah. I can probably have much more flexibility moving him on the trade market than Jacoby right. Myers. He's been I'll around. He's been the same guy for three or four years. He's always been really good. I'll say this. If I, if I can't, if it's not a smash for me, if I can't get at least a couple seconds for Puka, I'll hold him another week. One, because sure. it's fun saying yeah. Puka. Two, like I said, even if he has a middling week next week, we know he's got a runway for the next, what, four weeks at least until Cooper Cup comes back. Clearly, Van yep. Jefferson has shown repeatedly that he's not ever going to take the right bull by their horns or whatever the cliche is. He's not going to take over tar- a big, big target share there. Tutu Atwell was fun, but the dude is still five foot four and 13 pounds. So <laughs> confirm. Yeah. There, there's the a, size of my six year old. There's a runway for the kid to, to put up some numbers. Um, and to, am I buying into him long-term? No, because then that would be the antithesis of what I believe in, but I'm okay holding them for a week or two. See if I can get some more value out of them. So getting a lot of trade offers for Brees Hall. Let's just talk about Brees Hall for a minute. What did you think about his performance? I mean, obviously efficient with a couple like long runs, but how did he look to you? How did he look when you, when you saw him run? Did he look fine to you? Was I just like watching? Was I just projecting injury on him? Yeah, you, I don't you, know. you were projecting. That dude is a fucking Greek god. He is uh, absurd. Uh, yes, we have atoned. I even starred one of them. Someone said something about Scott traded him last year for someone. Look, we have atoned for that. We have said that, you know what, we probably should have uh, held off a little bit. Brees is different. Um, uh, I wish I had more of Brees. I don't have enough of Brees. Uh, he looked freaking fabulous. I'll say this, his usage wasn't as heavy as you'd want it to be. But I mean, it was his first game back and he ran for over 100 yards on just what, 11 rushing attempts. Like, dude, special. Stop it, Scott. No, here's a, here's all I'm going to say. We both talked about this on Mannequin Chill. Whether that part actually aired, I don't even remember if it did or not. But we both sold Brees Hall low after the ACL. We did a video. There's a video out there on record of us reacting to the Brees Hall injury saying we will take any first. There were players yeah. we put in that video we would trade for him that ended up not being worth first. So, Jameson Williams. Yeah, you can Shane traded him for JMO. I didn't want to bring it up, but you know, we <laughs> we both we traded we each traded him for oh. George Pickens. Like, so we both made that mistake. But here's the thing. Let's say you've come full circle. We were wrong. You bought Brees Hall for that random first. You bought him from me for a first because I said, oh, man, I'd rather have the liquidity of a first than a guy with the torn ACL, right? You bought him for a first. Now you have him. He's looked good. He's fully recovered. Now it's just about getting his workload ramped up, which I assume is going to happen now that their quarterback's going to be bad. So they're going to lean probably on the running game more than you want. But what's the next iteration of what you do with Brees Hall? What is it? What does it look like? Because I have two two points then, and anybody in the audience that wants to refute these two points, fine. One, I will bet if they stick with Zach Wilson at quarterback, he is going to struggle to finish as like a top 10 running back. It's very hard for running backs, especially with another guy that's damn close to the Hall of Fame level, Jalvin Cook, next to him. Like he's so you're saying because the offense isn't going to move efficiently. Inefficient, that, that's going to be his problem. Yeah. Inefficient offenses with shitty quarterbacks that are not going to play to try to score right. as many points as possible, plus have Dalvin Cook, is going to be limiting for Brees Hall this year. Now, 
you can say next year, okay, next year he might not have Dalvin Cook there. Maybe the quarterback comes back. Maybe it's a better situation next year. But let's say I bought him for that first. Can I really leverage a trade right now with Brees Hall? Can I? So I, I want Ramondre Stevenson in a first right now. Will anyone no. pay it? No. no. The point is nobody is trading multiple firsts for running backs. Bijan, maybe. Bijan. But I yes. go to somebody and go, oh, you, I just saw you put on Twitter that Brees Hall is back. You are excited for him. And I go, how about you give me that Ramondre and your 24 first that looks like it's right in the middle. Brees Hall's going to put you over the top. No, I'm good. But you just told me he's RB2 in yeah, Dynasty. Right. How about right. Jonathan Taylor, a first and a second for Brees Hall? Oh, man, I can't do it. You know. So the point is, you yeah. sold him for a first. But all you're really now banking on is, okay, he's going to just outproduce every other running back. And I don't even think that's true. I don't know if I can sit here and say Brees Hall is a lock to smash for the next year or two. I don't think it's a guarantee. So, I mean, what do you really have if you have Brees Hall the asset? Other than some mythical value that you'll hear how great he is on Twitter. But you go to try to trade him in a leverage deal and people, oh man, can't pay that for a running back. Can't give up my extra first and a good running back for Brees Hall. That's too risky for me. So maybe Shane has different thoughts, but it, it just feels like the victory laps come from people that really haven't evaluated a process onto why you play like we play with running backs in the first place. Yeah. Look, a hundred percent. You're not going to be able to move him for a first and a, a functional running back like Ramondre Stevenson. Um, but do I think that Brees Hall is special? Yeah. I mean, I went on the air and quoted some ridiculous number that I thought he could hit per game um, until Scott pointed out that like four running backs in the history of football <laughs> never hit that. Combined. Um, had ever hit <laughs> <laughs> so I had to dial that back. But dude, I, I just, yeah, I think Brees Hall is special. Like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not. But what does that mean? That means he's 25 point. Uh, well, not 25. Points, not 25 <laughs> points. I'm what, sorry. What, he's what, a 20 what? point per game running back. Okay. So he's you're. My, I just want to make sure you clarify when you say he is special. Okay. What does production. that actually mean? Production though? wise, production okay. wise, he is a hammer. Value wise, he's a running back. So unless you're B. John Robinson this year, Nicholas Singleton, whenever he comes out, Quinshawn Junkins, whenever he comes out in that first year, you're not going to be a, a, a super great trade asset, right? Maybe I could move Brees Hall for Garrett Wilson right now, though. I think I think I would do that. But production wise, assuming he doesn't get injured again, oh. I think you're looking at a, a running back one, running back two, like overall. He's. I, I will say this. He, he's not coming anywhere close to 20 points per game this year. You can mark that down at this point in the video, 45-20 in this stream. All right, Dalton, um, September mark September 12th, he is net coming close to 20 points per game this year. So that's out. So the second thing is, if you bought him for a first last year, what did you actually buy? You, you have Brees Hall, right? He's in your lineup, and you hope he gets close to that 20 points per game. But you have absolutely no market leverage where you can go out and say, okay, now I can sell him because people like Shane are saying he's going to hit Eric Dickerson rookie year numbers. But Shane won't buy. Shane's not giving up Ramondre Stevenson yeah. in the first for Brees Hall. So yeah. what what was the actual – what production. was the win? He is if production. You, Sometimes okay. we buy production. Okay. We do but buy But your production. bet is you have, you have a – it is a one-way bet. 
he needs to produce yes. or that really and, wasn't and, a great and, trade. And yes, there, there's definitely right. some trades that you make like that where it goes, this is all it is. Like when we talk about buying aging wide receivers, not Asian, aging wide receivers, when we're like Devontae Adams, you know what I mean? Like if he doesn't smash next year, there's no resale value. Like that, there's nothing, there's no outs for me in this trade. It's fun trading, trading for Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, players like that, because it goes. you can look at your team and go, well, if things are bad, at least I have an out. Yeah. There's an out with these guys. So it is risky, but I'm willing to risk it for Bruce Hall, but not so much that I'll give up for Andre Stevenson and first for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Brandon, thank you for the super chat, man. Uh, Scott, we'll go to you on this one. Super flex, 12 teams, start 10, half PPR. When do you stop selling in a rebuild? Never. Have Mahomes, Kyler, Gibbs, JSN, Laporta, bunch of trash, nine firsts the next two years. I'm going to let Shane have this one because I see Mahomes, right. I see Gibbs, JSN, Laporta, and trash, but I see nine firsts. So, I mean, I have Mahomes, Kyler, Gibbs, JSN, and Laporta. Yeah, let's stop buying. Yeah, let's start buying. Use those nine firsts. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Kyler plus a first gets me what? Then two firsts Herbert? gets me wide receiver. No. <laughs> then another two firsts will get me another top 15 wide receiver. Like, that's what I'm trying to do here. Like, I, I, you have nine firsts. Like, I love making picks, but I like buying players that have already produced because generally players that have produced continue to produce um, yeah. at a higher rate than players that have never produced. So for me, yeah, I, I'd much rather start buying now. You have Mahomes and Gibbs and Kyler at some point this year, Kyler is going to come back. Apparently don't, don't buy Aaron Rodgers. Though. That's that's, he's not going to be able to bridge it. To Kyler. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That the sad face. I could just see it right there. Laporta was on that, uh, on that super chat real quick. what do you think about him? Nice, nice little stat line in my 2.0 tight end. Well, in my 2.0 tight end premium leagues, honestly, that was house money after that week one for me. That was that was a that was a treat as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I'll say this: I have an article dropping on a destination. Uh, de- de- <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't speak English. <laughs> I just used to keep calling it DD destinationdevy.com, right? That's the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a drop in tomorrow where I I broke down a lot of target share, opportunity share, snap share type stuff, and I did talk about Sam Laporta. His, his usage is really encouraging. Really encouraging. Um, he only scored, I think nine fantasy points but it's not bad for a rookie i mean it was his first game the dude looked like a focal part of the offense so yeah i, I was uh, definitely checking my laporta shares and a little saddened that i have a big fat and i have a zero huh? lot of a uh, lot, lot of, of Kincaid, a lot of michael myers um got michael who Mayer threw up too, the donut yeah. so but yeah, yeah it's a long season I mean, it was encouraging um, just for the rookie tight ends to see yeah. Musgrave, Laporta, and Kincaid all played like 75% or more right, of the snaps. Right. They ran routes. Like, forget about whether they scored fantasy points. Yeah. Like, the usage was there for fantasy points, especially when you're looking at the tight end landscape. I mean, we were joking the other day, but who had, and this is crazy, who had the, the three-way parlay? If you would have parlayed Zeke Elliott to lead running backs and targets, Zach Ertz to lead tight ends and targets and Puka Nakua to lead receivers and targets. I mean, we're talking about, what is that? One in 10 million odds. You if can you, buy, you can buy an three? island. You can buy an island. And, and honestly, I don't even know which one is the craziest. Like Zeke Elliott was a guy people have said can't get any targets anymore. And all of a sudden, boom, Zach Ertz, like the dude was dead three months ago and he comes out and gets 10 yeah. targets. Like, so yeah, it just random stuff happens. Him, 
the usage for the t- the rookie tight ends no. though was good. So that, that's yeah, there was there was three of them um, that had. I, I I gotta pull up my article. Read my article. I feel like Scott just stole that from my article. I noted that the there was three rookie tight ends or four rookie tight ends. I think it was only three that uh, crested seventy five percent of or target. Excuse me, snap share. Um, a lot of the other tight ends. It was not. It was not pretty. It was not pretty for the rookie tight ends outside of the uh, those guys. Like Michael Meyer was absolutely just missing in action. That's Mayer, right? Yeah, yeah. Shane has not given him respect. He has not given him the respect until until he gets a reception. I will call him whatever I want to. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Actually, how Bill Parcells used to call To the player. Remember that whole like freaking that was all that drama was. It was actually pretty freaking hilarious back in the day, actually. But let's go to Hunter Meek here. Uh, Scott, you gave Shane that last one. We'll give you this one. Uh, 14 team super flex start 10 half PPR with a 0.5 PPC. Good Lord. Traded Gibbs Pickens, a mid 24 first Daniel Jones and a 25 second got Mahomes. have Allen Bijan Godwin Cooper Andrews Kincaid JSN. What do you think? Man, that's a big boy trade. That's a 140 starters equivalent of like a start 12 in a 10 team or in a 12 team. I mean, listen, anytime you see you got Mahomes and you paired them with Allen, like you feel really good about that, even if you have some holes, which obviously you have now probably a couple holes with the the Gibbs and the pick and spot plus the first plus the second. I mean, it's a it's a five for one. In the right context, I could see somebody moving Mahomes for this. Like, I honestly, can you guys see a deal where someone actually will pay more for one player than this trade? Like in a league that already exists, is there somebody that's saying I'm putting Mahomes on the block? And if you did that, would you actually get four or five pieces better than this from most people? Or is this one yeah. of those like this is probably the best package you're getting? Most probably likely the best. Yep. It's probably one of the better ones. So, yep. so then it goes to Shane, is there enough quality in this trade to give away would, Mahomes? Like where would you have preferred a strong like two for one or a three for one where you tear down from like Lawrence and Gibbs to Mahomes or something like that? Like I would have preferred a deal like that. Versus the five for one, but I can see this working out for the team that got the five pieces. If they needed the depth and it's an active yeah, that's, league. That's what I was going to say. I only like this in the situation where the rest of your team is just absolutely trashed. And you're like, I, I got to do something because there's no way to, there's no way for me to rebuild. Like there's just not. So I, I need, I have bad players all over the place, except for this super piece that I have. Yep. I, I could totally be on both sides of this one too. I would lean actually the package right now if my room looked okay, just because in a point five point per carry, I want I want Gibbs, even though he's not going to get a million touches, but I want that first as a potential running back. And Daniel Jones is a running quarterback at least. Mahomes will get you some stuff too, but I don't know. I like that package of that format. Just my thoughts. Okay, so let's see here. Let's move on to another one. Uh, I see we have a couple of <laughs> red messages here in the chat that's always interesting what the little private chat messages for me are gonna be you want me to tell everyone no no i'll check it out in a second (laughs) um chargers pain has a super chat for us thank you very much great content gents i don't i don't recognize this name before so thank you if you're a new sub welcome aboard couple of trades based on what feels like overreactions from week one both are 12 team super flex start 11 1.5 tight end premium give ridley and a late uh and the 24 late first excuse me get Bijan. 
So what do you think about that one? 12-team Superflex start 11. You're giving Ridley in the late 24 first for Bijan. Shane, what do you think Rid- here? Is, is Ridley in a first enough? I, I'd say late first, probably not. No. If that had a chance to be like a, a lotto pick that but could maybe crack the top four or five, I'd consider it, but probably he's, not. He, he's giving Ridley in a 24 first, and he gets Bijan. Right. Absolutely smashed at yeah, I would take the, I would take the Bijan side. I wasn't even thinking about like who's getting or getting. I would take yeah. the Bijan side. The Ridley in the late first isn't enough. Yeah, the next one is give Jordan Love get a mid twenty four first. Twelve team <laughs> super flex start eleven. It kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. Like, what do you think Jordan Love becomes? Because I can see. Because here is the problem: QBs that have stability and even are just average tend to trade for a first if you can trade him, you know what I mean? Like if you're holding a bunch of the Russell Wilson's Jared Goff's, those types, like you don't really want to trade him for less than a first. Can you get a first? A lot of times, no, you can't get a first for him. So you're just stuck holding them until they're not starters anymore. So Shane, does it come down to uh, what your QB room looks like? Cause I, I can argue if, if you can get a first for a golf or a cousins or something, even though they're a placeholder, it's not a bad cash out price. It just depends on where your team is at. And if you're ready to trade them, a lot of people that have those guys are like, man, those are what's keeping me afloat at quarterback. I can't move mm-hmm. them for a random pick. Cause I know I'm not going to be able to turn the pick into a first. Cause I have to find another person willing to sell a QB. So is love in that range yet? Or do you think he has even more uh, job security plus upside? I, th- I think he's a uh, low end QB one, high end QB two. I, I don't. That, that, does Joe, does Love ever have the power to where you could turn around and flip Jordan Love for a first and, uh, and uh, Stafford type? Or even a tier higher like a Derek Carr? Carr and a first for Love? Does he ever get to that point? Yeah, I can, I, can, yeah. I can see that. I can see that, yes. If he can get to that yeah. point, then I think you right. probably hold because right. I'd, rather, I'd rather get to that point where I can trade for the leverage side oh. and then, then you're still getting a quarterback. So we've got 501 eyeballs in here with us. Thank you so much for joining. 56 minutes in. Wanted to uh, address the crowd. Yeah, this is our first live stream since we did announce the partnership with Destination Devi. we got some big stuff going on. What isn't changing is our live streams, Manic and Chill, all of that content that you're used to getting and hopefully enjoy if you're watching this. But we have a new Patreon. So we would love it if you could join us, support the channel, help us grow. So we can quit real jobs and such and do this for a living and deliver more content to you. Now, um, our Patreon's down there below me, patreon.com slash all gas. And you can take a picture of that QR code as well. Check out our tier. It's kick-ass. The other night, Shane and Scott did their first live AMA on Saturday night. It was it was an hour long. It was it was another freaking live stream. It was another mannequin chill, an hour of it. Had only, you know, 17 to 20 people in the crowd, but that was a positive thing, man. It was like an intimate like experience. Hopefully it'll get bigger, but I mean, yeah, it was kick ass. It was a great, great way to consume that content. So join our Patreon if you wouldn't mind, if you'd be so kind and support this channel. What are you laughing about, Scott? Am I like rambling too much? I, I just I'm heard you say it's an intimate right experience. Now. Hopefully it'll get bigger. Hopefully it'll get bigger. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like seven thousand degrees in my freaking uh in my office right now. I might die, and I don't know what you're gonna do overlay wise. Just be ready for that. The AMA was fun though because it was just Shane and I. I mean, we didn't know anything about what was gonna happen in week one. We're sitting there, we were talking about running backs and answering people's like strategy questions on setting lineups, and it was it was a different vibe than one of these live streams. Like these live streams are 
super intense. Like it never stops for an hour and a half to two hours, just question after question after question that that felt more like a, just a hangout. They like, if you were hanging out with Absolutely. friends, talking dynasty, you know, like it. So if it, I encourage everybody to at least give it a try, sign up for a month. If you like it, I mean, stay on, but at least try it. Cause you're going to get a lot more content and, uh, you know, hate to say it, but that's where a lot of our focus is going to be. People DM us. People want takes on players. People want takes on strategies. Like it's going to be in the Discord, whether it's audio or just you know chat in the group. Hey, and if you just like talking trades or you know fantasy football all day, uh, at least one of us is in there at all times, and uh, we're going to be in there a ton. That's for yeah, sure. Scott yeah. was doing a lot of traveling too, and uh, that's some phone and computer issues. What's your battery life looking like on your computer, by the way? When it dies, Scott's gone. Yeah, so my laptop doesn't charge anymore. So I actually ordered a new laptop, which is sitting behind me. So I'll have to fire that up when this is uh, this one finally kicks the bucket for the last time. And uh, nice. yeah, I broke my phone like 24 hours into my trip. I dropped a dumbbell on my phone, and there is no worse experience than having a non-working phone when you are. 2000 miles away everything you think of hey all i need is my phone it's like oh can you give somebody a tip for something oh uh, yeah i wish i had that venmo app oops i don't have it you know it's just like it's just a naked yeah. feeling when you, especially with how much shane and i are on our phones oh my like, gosh i'm like a child if you take you. it away for like two hours i don't know what to do with myself hey buster mcrib uh there's 986 <laughs> eyeballs right at the second um so go join the discord be a man of your word or, or <laughs> woman i mean but i assume oh. buster, the, uh, a dude's name so i'm going to share my screen real quick because i didn't want to forget to do this so uh share screen we're going to share this tab it is the wheel of names so i had sent out that tweet saying hey if you guys uh retweet this like this you have the chance to get 25 percent off of a uh, roster review so we're going to spin this sucker and then we'll we will reach out to this person and uh yeah see if they want to get a roster review from shane and scott so it's going to is it our boy vapad Vapad is definitely going to get a roster review, and he's in our Discord too. So he's a fifty percent offer. So yes, awesome! Sir. Good to see that, man. Um, all right, let's keep moving, guys. So go to the uh, let's go to this super right here from Simon Joseph. What's going on here? There we go. Twelve team PPR start eleven. Josh Allen or Mac Cousins, Najee Godwin and Burks start eleven. Look at all that stuff. That's the uh, problem is Burks just had a less than 10% target share um, this week. Uh, Nicholas Westbrook, Ikeen, um absolutely cupped him seven to three in targets. Um, I love Godwin. Najee's a one-year bet. I, I, I don't know if you can find a bigger Cousins fan than me or Scott. Mich. And uh, Mac Jones is not going to be thrown 57 times a game um, like he was against <laughs> the Eagles. Porous secondary. Uh, every week I am going to go ahead and hold on to Josh Allen. Yeah. I mean, unless you just have a league that's going to reward you individually for all of those pieces. And it's like, wow, I turned those five pieces into five firsts and two seconds or something like that. Then yeah, I don't, I just don't see the point of doing this trade. You're going to hit accept and go, man, I just got an awesome five for one. Did he freeze there? That's it. Scott's gone. Yeah, Scott's gone. Just, I want to thank Scott for joining us tonight. <laughs> oh, man. At least it's a decent uh, pause at the base. Oh, he's back. I see him blinking. Yeah, did oh. I get cut off there? 
Yeah, you were just you were just saying, oh, you know, look at this five for one, and then it just went. Yeah, no, I was just saying, you you do this trade, and then you look at your yeah. roster, and you're you forget what you traded for because you go, I have five just other pieces on my team. Like you're not even sure what you got. So yeah, keep Allen. Okay, so let's go to this one right here. Um, gosh, I just had it, just freaking had it. Let's go to Josh. Uh, thank you for the super chat, man. One of two, 12-team Superflex, start nine, PPR, no tight end premium. Traded for Rodgers to get the Garrett stack five days ago. How do I recover? Zach for a second, worth it? Have a first, not mine. My tw- my second and the 25 first. QBs now are AR-15 and Stafford. Ugh, gross. I'm contending with three teams tanking. Running backs are Bijan, Ramondre, Roshan, P. Ryan, Wide receivers, Wilson, Hill, Lave, Jamo, MT, Puka. Puka is going to make all the lists now. Tight end, Juwan Johnson. Spend the second for Wilson, both first for Kyler, or hold the picks for midseason. So here's that team. 12-team Superflex, start nine. Now Scott's on mute. Now he's on mute. I mean, let's just... Uh, okay. Hey, come on. This is dropping on Destination Debbie Radio now. Looks no, like, I, I see the eyeball count. It is still where it was. <laughs> Nobody left because of that. I do not want to buy Zach Wilson. I feel like that's not yeah, the best right. use of my second because I'm probably not going to start him over the next couple weeks over what I already have. Shane, what can I add to Aaron Rodgers? What can I add to the second and Aaron Rodgers to get another quarterback? Can I get Jimmy Garoppolo for Rodgers in a second? Uh, yeah, sure. I, Hopefully that Aiden O'Connell and they can throw him in. Look, I, I'd be I'd be shooting high like Jimmy, Jimmy G, Derek Carr. Um, yeah, I just I, it's, it's hard to put any trust in Zach Wilson in, with a second. I just I can't do it. I mean, when you rather yeah. when you rather do that, though, Rogers plus a second plus, you know, whatever else it takes to get another quarterback versus just use my second on Zach Wilson. And then I go, okay, he's mm-hmm. on my bench. Cause I'm not playing him over the other two starters that I have. Yeah. And then w- I, when I need him in week seven, when I have a bye week, Oh, he's not the starter anymore. And what did I trade that second for? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I can't pull the trigger on it. Like I said, I'll give you a third. You want a third. Uh, I'm your guy for Zach Wilson. I can't pay more than that though. <laughs> Go to third. I'm your guy. I'm right here. Uh, oh, that's a that's a great name. I'll, I'll hit that one. Uh, I'll hit that one next. Biggie Cheese. What's up, Scott? Were you about to say something? Say, I just saw someone posted in the chat. Someone just traded Rodgers for Malik Willis and Tyler Huntley. I just saw a Rodgers oh for gosh. Justice Hill. So yeah, someone Rodgers for Justice Hill. Rodgers for Justice Hill. Uh, yep. So that's basically like I just want him off my roster. I don't want to see his name. I'm so depressed. He tore his Achilles. Just please leave my life for good. I uh, I can cl- completely concur and understand those feelings. Um, if anyone, I haven't even bothered sending any Air Roger offers out. Like uh, he's just sitting on my. You roster. had a lot of Rogers, didn't you, Shane? Four shares, and uh, he he was backing up Kyler Murray in every one of those. I think he was the bridge Ooh, to Kyler. That Murray. Picked your direction, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that trade, by the way, Scott, that you sent destination five. So that that league, it's nuked QB scoring. QBs are like score a shitload of points. I had Rogers last night. I literally needed him to score what one point that I would have won it. It was brutal. Anyway, nobody wants to hear about that shit, but Scott sends me an offer. I give, yeah, I give my 24 first or it was a 25 first 25 first, which is now looking better. And I get Ryan Tannehill and a 24 third. 
I was just, I responded just ha and then declined. Now, I mean, now keep on. in mind, Ryan Tannehill is projected to score 38 points per game in that scoring. And but so did the, you watch him? But did you watch him playing football? Where's, where's Shane going? Shane where's, go. the, Shane's the, pulling a Lamar Jackson right now. The, the point is, Clay, you know the price of the quarterbacks there. The scoring oh, is just know, so ridiculous. Like, well, I mean, I'm curious, just because Shane's not here, we can get to the question in a second. What do you do in a league like that, knowing <laughs> you are completely bent at QB, and you know that if you try to trade for one that has any semblance of value, it's destroy your roster type of trade. Like, what, what do you even yeah. do? Like, what, what, what is you? What do you even consider? I mean, do you try to find somebody that's willing to be reasonable? Because you didn't even counter me. I have Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr too, which you would probably yeah. say are a step above uh, Tannehill. But it's not like you countered and you tried to sweeten the pot a little bit. You just kind of left it there and just gave me an LOL in the chat and then left. Well, it was it was my first it was my first glance at my phone in the morning. I think I was probably like pissing and stuff. And I see you have a you have a trade offer from Charles Chill FFB. Um, Here, no, of- in that in that league, like I realized right off the bat. All right, I can't trade my first. You know, I liked. <laughs> I liked my team before that. I keep just Shane screwed it all up by leaving. I don't know what he was doing. Um, so I was like immediately thinking, I can't trade my first now. Like they were going to be hard to move anyway. Just so Aaron Rodgers was the difference scoring. between the Aaron Rodgers was the difference between your team being any good and terrible. Yes, in this in this scoring, one hundred percent. I like my team a lot. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a great fit for the format, but anyway, I, I just haven't been able to accept any trades in those leagues because I don't even want to look at the rosters today. Like yeah. I got, a, I got a couple of people that send me Joshua Dobbs offers, Zach Wilson offers, and I just, I can't, I can't do it. Like, and they weren't thirds. They weren't. That's thirds. called dynasty players. denial, Shane. Yeah. Like someone, someone offered me, um, Zach Wilson for Kendra Miller. And I said, no, I think, I think I'll pass on that one. I'd take Zach Wilson. At least he's a quarterback. What's Kendra Miller? He's a, a body. Back. He's a body. Uh, okay. Let me <laughs> saw another what uh red private message here. Let's go to Biggie Cheese. Love it. We did that. Oh, big... Did we? Mm-hmm. Well, we did do this one. Yeah, because right. we really liked his name. You liked his name so much that you were like, we're gonna put that on there. I, I want to do it again. I was like, I'm not even gonna unstar this bitch. I want to pull it up again. Let's go to Professor Charlie T. Let's let's see how we haven't uh we haven't streamed with Charlie in a while. Let's see. Hey, Char. Hey, Char. Uh, hashtag week one hammer fire sale and bail. <laughs> Thanks for the super chat, Charlie. Price check on Kyron Williams, Joshua Kelly, Roshan, Sean Tucker, Gus Bus, MVS, and Rashid Shahid. Should I try to sell for picks? Would a second do it? How to leverage the dynasty market with Orb, also known as Zero RB? Man, Thanks, so. MVS, yes, sell. We know what he is. Rashid Jaheed, yep. He's probably a roster clogger receiver. All the other guys are running backs. I think it just comes down to, do you need them? Do you need all of those guys? Or can you pick up somebody else off waivers? How deep is the league? Like, There's a lot of context that needs to be had into this. This is the kind of stuff we hash out in the Discord when people give their specifics. Right. You know, how many roster spots? Sure, I would sell Roshan Johnson if I can get a second and a roster spot and I can go pick up somebody else off waivers because it's 22-man rosters, then sure. So I think there's a lot of context that needs to happen in this one. And other than the running backs, the other guys are just a waste of space. What do you think on this one, uh, Shane? Help out help out old Charlie here. Kyron Williams, Joshua Kelly, what are you doing with these types? 
look, who's not a sell? I mean, there, there's every every player is always available for a price. Um, so if you give me a decent price for these dudes, yeah. If I could package Kyron Williams and Rashid Shahid and Josh Kel- Kelly to some some unfortunate soul and get a rando first for him, yes, I'm going to do it. Can I trade? I'm just saying. Can I trade Josh Kelly and Kyron Williams for a couple seconds? Yes, they're gone. Uh, Roshan for a second, sure. Sean Tucker for – why do we like Sean Tucker? Um, Sean Tucker for any second. Yes, he's gone. Yes. These are all, these are all the types of players that you just sell. You liquidate. Um, that said, I do like Rashid. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, are you, are you buying Rahid Rashid Shahid? Are you paying a 24 third and a, or two 24 thirds? Are you buying Shahid? Yeah, I'll do that. You'll throw you'll throw a couple. Yeah. What about a twenty-five second for no, your apparently no, your boy no, Shahid? No. Okay. No. I like this time. To this time to one ten. One ten mark. We're gonna you want thirds. Look, I'm all about thirds. You want three thirds, four thirds? Yeah. Let's go crazy. You start asking for seconds, then my purse strings tighten. <laughs> I was looking back. You're gonna see the the real TikTok come out, but it was when Bob the other day just kept super chatting us, like getting nine dollars, nine dollars, nine dollars, <laughs> and then he gives a two dollar one. It shades like, okay, I feel like I owe him sexual favors at some point. <laughs> it's, a, it's gonna be a good one when you see it. Uh, that sounds like tonight. Okay, let's put up uh, let's put up this one right here. Josh uh, put up here. Thanks for the super chat. So no Zach Wilson. I didn't want to spend the second anyway. LOL. Late 24 first and mid to late 25 first for Kyler. What do you think about that? I mean, this is all almost independent of the Aaron Rodgers situation because I would pay this for Kyler anyway. So yes, would I do this? But am I doing this to compete this year? Because we still don't know when Kyler's going to play football. Like, I'm still hoping it's after, like, week four, but we have absolutely no indication of when he's going to play. So if you're specifically trying to buy a quarterback to compete this year, I don't know if this is the move. Long term, yeah, I love this move. Yeah, the reality is if I just lost Rodgers and I have two firsts in my back pocket, the last thing I'm doing is blowing him on Kyler Murray right now because there's some rocky road ahead for Kyler Murray, most likely. Even if he comes back, he's going to be on a terrible team. You already know what the drama is going to look like in the offseason with him, assuming Arizona gets high draft picks. It is not going to be, let's go all in on Kyler Murray from January on. There is going to be some back and forth. What teams he going to play for? Who wants him? Who will pay him? Who will trade for him? Like all these things are going to come up. So, like, the last thing I'm doing in a team where I just lost Rodgers and I'm even more desperate and I have two first bank, including my own, where I just lost Rodgers is blow them both for Kyler Murray. Cause I'm hoping for next year. So I'm ashamed. Like that's not the move I make. I would rather tank this yeah. year and just hold the first than buy Kyler for that price. Cause even if Kyler comes back, a, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent. Right. And he's going to be on a bad team. Is he really going to be worth more than two firsts as soon as he comes back? Not shame. Not, not not as, first, but not I don't, I don't think he's somebody back. you buy right now. Yeah. I'm not, he's just not, not doing that bad process. So I just see this one from Marvin Cano. Thanks for the super sticker. Howell to Rogers owner for a 25 first and Dalvin cook. You're getting a 25 first and anything else for Sam Hale. Yes. Yes. Package please. I'd probably Venmo them $15 to, to put that deal. Just like a cheers. Like appreciate it. 
Yeah. And here, go buy a beer. This isn't collusion, but get a drink. Mm-hmm. Here's the beauty of this too is, and I've been trying to do this in the leagues where I did not have Rogers and I have extra quarterbacks. How dominant of a move is it when I can go to the team like <clears throat> Clay in the Destination Chill League where I have five QBs and he has only two now, and I can find somebody to now trade me all the risk from their side in the form of their first mm-hmm. for a fringe QB that I don't even need. So even if it helps Clay, you're actually helping me out even more from essentially letting me liquidate from something that I don't even need, and you're taking all the risk. Like well, so give that, me a reasonable price on on one of your on one of your trash cans. Th- there's no reasonable price. It's I have you by the throat, <laughs> and I'm not going to let you breathe. That, that's basically what it is. I mean, he and, gave you a reasonable price. He has a who 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 were the other two quarterbacks you had? I'm sorry. No, the price on Cousins or Carr would oh. be two first or a first. Yeah. Oh, well, then, it's, yeah. Then, it's, then, it's crazy score. Yeah, Shane, yeah. When, and you're in that when, situation. When Derek Carr doing? is putting up 42 points in week one and the best receiver is putting up 40, that I'm sorry, you're not getting a QB for cheap. There's a reason yeah. I drafted five of them. Yeah, yeah you're, out, you're out of luck there. You're out of, there, out of luck there, Clay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fantastic. In, in my biggest buy-in league, too. Um, oh, well. All right, so let's go to this one right here. Oh, this was in our Discord. I didn't have it typed up yet. So 10-team start eight, half PPR, one QB, moving to Superflex in 2025. I have the second slash third best team in terms of contending, but slim at wide receiver. The trade is give Derrick Henry, get Michael Pittman. Team is Mahomes, Kyler, Howell, Henry, Aaron Jones, Brees, uh, Monty Gainwell, Penny, Adams, Ayuk, Marquise Brown, Bateman, Kelsey, and Komet. What do you think? So you're giving Derrick Henry, getting Pittman, 10-team start eight, half PPR, one QB, Superflex in 25. So one of the beautiful things about being in the patron is as soon as you ask this question, I already answered it, but I'm still going Pittman. But even in a half PPR, uh, maybe I'm a little concerned by Tajay Spears uh, getting more snaps than Derrick Henry in a fairly close game and getting all the third down work. Or maybe it's just the fact that Derrick Henry's 37 years old and Michael Pittman looks like Anthony Richardson's best friend. Yeah, I think this is one of those deals that's probably always been on the table for Henry. So now it's just, are you ready to make it? If not, and you just say, I'm riding him out, then that's fine too but this is probably the best deal you get for him. I don't see it like, oh, here's the thing. If Derrick Henry goes out and has 130 yards and two touchdowns, is his sell price going to be higher next week? Or it's going to be people are basically just willing to buy him a little more aggressively, but they're not tacking on extra to yeah. go buy him. So it's just, it, you just okay. decide to sell. If you decide to sell, this is probably about the price. Sounds good. So Shane, let's go to you on this one. Cassius Carter. 12-team Superflex, half-point tight end premium. So we'll assume PPR for everyone, 1.5 for tight ends. Start 12, love it. Got Mahomes, Danny Dimes, Kyler, Olave, Flowers, Keenan, Sutton, Brees, Herbert, the Khalil version, Roshan, six backups, and Goddard. How's my roster construction plus any moves? So let's talk this through. 12-team Superflex, start 12. Flowers and Keenan and Sutton are his only wide receivers. I mean, obviously the running back room is great because he's got Brees, Herbert, Roshan, and six running backs. So the construction's fine. Um, QB room's awesome. QB yeah. room's kick-ass, right? I, whatever. Goddard, Goddard is fine. I'm not going out of my way to upgrade from him. And you have Mahomes. Could I use Kyler for another 
receiver, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, but it'd have to be like a high-end, high-end receiver. Um, and I don't know if anyone's going to pull the trigger on that right now. Um, and by the time he gets back, I don't know if you'll want to do that. This is start 12, and he's – um. I, Scott, chime in, chime in here. Is this is this a like only a got nine with actual team? starters? That's a little. There's not very many list here listed here. Yeah, he probably doesn't have enough receivers to get by in a start twelve. It's a one point five premium. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's tough because before the season, if if you gave me this question and we didn't know anything about like the market in the league or whatever, I'd say I'd be fine tearing off of Dallas Goddard and mm-hmm. getting extra stuff you know just so i can maybe buy another starter and still ride with because if you look at the war or the warp at tight end like if if goddard is not going to be a difference maker or a positional advantage guy then he's actually too valuable to hold in this format because there's so many starters the more starters i can get at receiver if i can throw in like this is the kind of team you might have had puka nakua in a lineup you know and you're like i didn't have anybody else so i don't want to have too high a liquidity at a tight end position if they're not going to give me that production. So I could have just rolled a lesser tight end out, gotten back, I don't know, swapped a second or a first or something like that. And then I have an extra first to buy another starter. But, you know, Goddard goes out, puts a donut, and has one target in week one. Like, good luck pivoting off of him now. So I think it's too late on that. But I don't know. He didn't list his picks or anything. So, uh, yeah, he needs more starters. Looks Yeah, it looks de- deadly then in start 12. Well, then. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, if, if that's everyone that's actually because he 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 sits Khalil Herbert, he named it running back, and then six running back or six backups, Roshan, I should say, one of those two, and then six backups. So that makes you think he's super super thin. So I'd probably be looking to move Kyler for a couple starters if I could. Just let in the chat, Fabian. Yeah. We have your super chat. We just haven't gotten to it yet. We got quite a few we haven't gotten to. So we got you, bro. We got you. Here, let's just go to it right now. Mr. Fabian, here you are, sir. Thank you for your super chat. 10-team, 2QB, start 11. Send a late 24 first. The team has the best roster in the league. Shahid and a 25 fourth get Zay Flowers and Puka. Okay, so you're giving a late 24 first, Shahid and a 25 fourth for Zay Flowers and Puka. Easy. 2QB? Yeah, but it's a 10-team. I think it neutralizes the QBs a little bit. If it was a 12 team, I would say no, because that first probably has a better shot at moving to get a, a more leveraged asset. But in a yeah. 10 team, I can't imagine. Maybe the market's different, but I can't imagine. I mean, even if everybody has three QBs, you're still enough to go around. So I'm okay doing this. Yeah. Depending on what I can sell. I can sell Puka too, right? This is a perfect one where you can yeah. turn around and sell Puka. Exactly. Or, uh, you're getting possible assets. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like about it too. Yeah. You on board with that, Shane? You're, you're good paying that for uh, Zay? Yeah. yeah, look, late first, I'm, I'm always okay with the move for, for yeah. my receivers. I'm fine with that. Yeah, good trade there. Okay, let's move on to this one here that I had thrown up from Tyson. Uh, Shane, last name, go ahead. Oh, Lucier. There we go. That's what I was yeah, going with. Or Lucier, like well many of my ex-girlfriends, Luce. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no, oh, there's no need list. for that. That, that, is a, like... that is a short right there. <laughs> oh, 100%. Dalton's got this. 121. Okay. Uncalled for. Yeah, just how that stuff like organically comes to your mind is just incredible. Like You're the only Shane, and, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, we love our Shane. Okay. Uh, never change. We didn't even get to the question. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the super chat. We didn't even do <laughs> 
All right, Tyson, Lucier, uh, not Lucier. What percentage of fab would you spend on Rico Dowell, Justice Hill, Zach Wilson, and Kendrick Bourne? Superflex, 10 teams, start 10, PPR. Let me think here. Zach Wilson, I would probably be willing to spend 10, 20% just because he's a quarterback. Kendrick Bourne, nothing because I'm going to have no clue when to play him. 10 teams, start 10. I'm good. Rico Dowdle, I'd probably put maybe 2 3% because he's probably the definite backup in Dallas and you just haven't really seen a real game from them yet. I mean, Justice Hill, you even want to pick him up. Uh, it- Justice Hill is such a trap. Like everybody, let like, somebody no, no, else. Do it's it. going to be Justice Hill's room, and you're like, guys, it's really not. Like well, I know it, he had two rushing touchdowns this week. Like I, I know he did. Melvin Gordon's coming up. Gus Edwards is going to get most of those rushing attempts. Like that's never going to happen again. I mean, do you remember Tyson Williams, Kenyon Drake, Mike oh, Davis, yes. Davius Murray? Like that. This has been the Ravens the last two years, where like you look at the end of the year and their backfield was like split seven ways. Yeah. And you know who's at the top of both of those, even when he's injured? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Justice Hill, I'm good. If I'll pick him up, but he's one of those guys I put a $0 bid on, and if I get him, cool. He's on my roster. You didn't get him. But it's not like I'm putting him in the lineup. So, yeah. Yeah, there so. you go. Jack Jackie Moon, perfect. He had eight carries for nine yards and two touchdowns. So, yeah, that's – and and you know what? That's great because he's going to do the same thing. Just take away those touchdowns. And then next week when you're like, well, I hope it's a point per carry because then at least like a full point per carry. You got 2.9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, did, did you cover all of this? There's a real quick percentage of fab on like Zach Wilson, Kendrick Bourne. Did. did you cover did. this as I was going through it? Okay, cool. Alrighty. Let me put that one down here. Uh, Eric, does Eric have a message? He's got this little super sticker for us. Maybe this is back at uh, eight thirty nine. If you wouldn't mind bird dog. Eric that Shane just takes the money. Doesn't even care about the message. <laughs> it's like I thought it's, Ching. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, if you pay me enough, I'll call you anything. Exactly. Right. Uh yeah, see if you can find Eric's. Thanks. Okay, let's go to uh Ray McCall. 14 team, super flex, start eleven, one point five tight end premium. QBs are Kyler and Deshaun. Tight end is Andrews. All else are Jags. Oh, God. Plan to tank for Caleb and trade. Also have 724 first, 525 first, 326 first. How to dominate in the future? Well, he's got a a, guest. This is a bare bones roster, and I kind of like it because they're all players I feel confident in being as good or better next year. So, yeah, you've stripped this down. I, I would just keep focusing on... Can, where can you trade a couple of those Jags, especially if they're running backs? You know, anything. I I, I think this is a masterful a lot job to work with. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in case you guys weren't aware, next year's wide receiver class actually pretty good. But also, you'll be able to use some of these picks for players if you wanted to. It'd be a nice little mix and match of that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't mind using some of these twenty-five first for not right now, obviously, at the end of the year for for known quantities entities and maybe using uh some of those 24s on some of the wide receivers coming out because i'm gonna hope that one of those picks turns into marvin harrison jr Harrison Jr. well and if this is your roster it's probably a really good bet you're getting multiple picks inside like the top four which means in the 14 teamer you're gonna have 14 team super flex you're gonna have options to tear off of caleb 
whoever the yeah. QB two, three, four is plus right. Kyler plus Watson, like you're easily going to be able to split one of your assets for multiple starters. So you're in really good shape. Yeah, that's a that's a big format there. It's fourteen teams, super flex with start eleven too, right? That's that's yep. a tough format. Okay, let's go to Eric. Eric, where's Eric? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, he said, "Sorry, forgot the chat on a contending." Changes <laughs> shaking his head on a contending team. Twelve team super flex start ten. What are we doing about London and Pitts in the Atlanta offense? So we talked about that early on, but. Um, let me ask you this. So can both of them eat in that offense? After what we saw with the running in this offense, this in specific this offense, offense as this, it year, this year, can they both eat clay? If, if all of us haven't eaten for the day, will a happy meal feed all three of us. Will a happy meal from McDonald's. No way at hell. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know the running backs out targeted wide receivers for Atlanta? Did you know Desmond Ritter had more receptions than Drake London? <laughs> I, I, we need uh, Ray mentioning in the chat here. He's the biggest fan in London there is. There's no shot at the Trinity. There's not. There's just where's the volume coming from? Like no. apparently he can't even get a high target share of the little passes that they do do uh, attempt because Desmond Ritter is a more uh, more better. Yeah, for sure. He's a more better receiving option than Drake London. I, I, I you're gonna get me angry on Arthur Smith again. No. Well, and they. Like Ray, speaking of the Trinity, and definitely sign up for the Patreon or sign up for Destination Devi to, to hear more about what that is. But even if the passing volume was there and you could mark Drake London down for 25, 30% target share, he's still, based on last year's data and has nothing to do with the Arthur Smith offense or anything, he's still limited in like what he can do as a receiver, right? Like he's not hitting all three aspects of the Trinity. So it's like you're talking about essentially like air yards yak yeah. and market share like and he's not share. hitting all three of them anyway but then you have the situation that's limiting just the overall quality of his offense to begin with so it's just i mean we already said pits i'm willing to, if i have pits you can't sell him for anything close to what he could be and i also know i can ride out a tight end for a really long time and i'm willing to be patient because of how bad tight end is relative to the rest of my league if i'm just starting kyle pitts and he averages nine points a game this year, I can live with that. But London, you're sitting yeah. here going, man, he's getting crushed by the likes of Kendrick Bourne. And I mean, there, if you told yeah. me you're starting Puka Nakua or Kendrick Bourne over Drake London, like people will legitimately do that. And I can't argue with it. No, I can't. Not. No, so good. like, what, what are you doing with Drake London if you have him, Shane? Besides, I know you want to buy him, but I also know you're not buying him at the price where it's like, I'm overly aggressive on the market. On no, what you're buying, like, problem, you have him. Are you trying to add him to something? Would you swap him for? Would you trade him out for another receiver that you think is lesser but has a way better situation? I, I, I hate ben Jordan Addison or Drake London. Oh yeah, then I might do that. Yeah, I, I, I might do that. At least you Jordan. take Addison. Yeah, but here's the thing. So keep in mind, Kirk Cousins is might be going after this year. I don't even want to put it into existence because we've been moving on from Kirk Cousins for about a decade. Um, so, <laughs> right. so I, you know, I, I could probably be swayed to do that though. Um, I'm a little heavy in Jordan Addison mm -hmm. in, in my portfolio. Um, so I don't know if I would do that, but I wouldn't be mad at anyone that did that trade. Not at all because Jordan Addison's super talented. Right. And if his situation is mm -hmm. clearly going to be better than whatever it is that Arthur Smith is doing to the game of football in Atlanta, then I could see taking Addison over. 
Okay, let's go to uh, Brenman Super Chat here. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. 12 team, nine starters. Uh, he did say Super Flex on, a, on another $2 sticker. Appreciate that. So 12 team, Super Flex, uh, nine starters, non-tight end premium. Quarterbacks are Stafford, Pickett, Mac Jones, Stroud. Running backs, we're looking at Brees Hall, Akers, Zeke, Roshan. Wide receivers, Godwin, Elijah Moore, Pittman, Ayuk, Sutton, Parker, Quinton. Tight end is Ingram and Hurst. 624 first, zero seconds. Any advice? Rebuilding team. So 12-team Superflex, start nine, non-tight end premium. Man, this just Let's, feels like a roster that just has a lot of average stuff. It's so – it's, is, it's a ninth-place team. I mean, he's got the six first, right? So at the end of the day, like the rebuild is in full effect, but it's just so weird because then he's like, yeah, and I also have Brees Hall, and then I have Stafford, and then I have Godwin. Like it, I mean, you he really only has team? he only can has three or four players that even are are starters in a start nine. Yeah, but yeah, the problem Hall. is he has a lot of valuable players on his roster. Like this will be the kind of team. Shane, do you think he has enough where he could turn what he has into? Eight more firsts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has eight more firsts. Oh, excuse yep. me. Eight Everything combined. So you're talking Breeze, yeah, Stroud, <laughs> Pittman, Ayu, Godwin, everything. Shane is just thinking about how if he could get eight more firsts, he'd have fourteen. Yeah, I understand the concept of combination. Um, <laughs> Hall, Godwin. No, you can't get the eight first with this. There's no method that's going to work because then you're assuming people are going to give you for a first for Pittman in a start nine, and the people that could, could afford to do that probably wouldn't pay for him. At least they shouldn't. Same with IU. The people that could afford that probably shouldn't do that. But what's he do? Because he has a bunch of players that are like quote unquote valuable that can produce right now, but all of them could be heading downhill before he even can get anything out of them. So like, are, are you, you trying to move the Pickett and Mac Jones and stuff too? Yeah, like, I'm just looking I mean, at those QBs. Like, bye bye. Yeah, I mean, I mean Staff like Stafford. He's one hit from combustion. Yeah. You know what Stafford, I mean? Like Pickett, Acres, Zeke, Roshan gone. Elijah Moore, Godwin. Gone. Sutton gone. Yeah, bye bye. He's Parker, not be ready. For is that, is that, that's yet. not Devonte Parker, right? It probably is. Unfortunately, you probably can cut is. him in this format. Um, <laughs> he should never. <laughs> look, Shades clearing up roster spots. Yeah, I mean, Hurst. I could. I would look to move. Like I'm looking to move everybody except for. I, I want to hold on to Godwin. I'll move anybody on this roster. Why you want to hold on to Godwin over Pittman I, and Ayuk? I like Godwin, but no, you know, I'd hold on to Pittman Ayuk. Everybody else can go. Like, look, we were talking about Hall earlier. Someone you wouldn't hold CJ Stroud. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Definitely hold Stroud. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Hold on to CJ Stroud. If you want to hold on to Pickett as like your QB three, cool. Or Mac Jones, want to hold on to one of them? That's fine. So you're not starting from scratch at the the QB room after you move off of everyone. But Stroud and Pickett. Um, someone in the chat actually asked, and I'll just knock it out. William Downs. Um, Mm -hmm. he asked about. Garrett Wilson. Nope. Nope. Has nothing to do with that. Someone asked if they would, uh, if you would, if I would move Brees Hall for Garrett Wilson, I would do that all day. Yeah. So I'd look to do something like that. Um, if someone's willing to move Wilson while well, I say it's low right now off of the news that Aaron Rodgers ankles don't work, then yeah, I'm definitely willing to make a move like that and build towards next year. Yeah. I'll this is a fantasy here. plumber, uh, plumber, uh, it says if if Alave can crush last year with Dalton, maybe we shouldn't write off Garrett yet. What are your thoughts there, Scott? You throw it up. 
I, I kind of want to hear Shane's thoughts because what I, is the def- what is the definition of if Alave can crush last year with Andy Dalton? What are what are we what so, are we saying Alave did last year to crush? He was wide receiver twenty six in points right. per game. I get all the peripherals are there, but I think he along with Garrett Wilson this year, along with Drake London. They were always a bet where what did those peripherals that you talked about all offseason? What do they signify, Shane? Alave, London, and Garrett Wilson are good players, right? Mm-hmm. But they are not going to produce in the range where they were being valued until what? The situation was favorable. Instead, we get Zach Wilson. So it has nothing to do with Garrett Wilson. You're now betting. I mean, is it crazy to say that you are betting with? Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson, you're betting on the same thing of with Drake London and the Falcons offense, right? You're, you, it has to change. You're just betting that the situation changes. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it's the situation's slightly better, though that's not really saying much. That's like I'm, I'm standing on top of the fire instead of in the fire, I guess. But I did some research right before the season. I went back the last three years. And for elite wide receiver production, top 10 production is what I looked at. 60% of the time, their quarterback, their correlating quarterback, was a top 10 uh, in fantasy points per game, too. So there's some correlation there. Now, obviously, there's outliers at at that 40% range. So there's some that fall without that range. But generally, you kind of need elite quarterbacks or at least good quarterback play to have an elite season. Now I'm willing to buy Wilson because I'm just hoping that the situation is going to improve, but that's just hope. You know what I mean? That's me betting on his talent and hoping that somehow, and I have no path or no idea of how it's going to get there, that the quarterback situation is going to improve. I don't know. I'll hope Kyler Murray gets traded there or something. But we've seen this before. Ray talked about it today in the Heisman voice chat. We've seen this before. People that are just playing dynasty for the first year or two recently we saw this five years ago who are the names that come to mind when you look at their splits through like 30 games of their career you're like damn that guy's really good they just need a better situation dj moore terry mclaurin both of those guys you're like man if they just would have been on a great team Mm -hmm. they would have smashed but they never were and now here you are and you're five years later and you're going yeah, I wish I would have sold DJ Moore when he was wide receiver two or Terry McLaurin when he was wide receiver eight. And you didn't. And it wasn't a betting against the talent or for the talent. It was just the situation probably didn't warrant the player being valued that high because people were just ignoring it and saying, I'll buy the talent. So they're just blind on Garrett Wilson. They're, yep. they're just blind. It has nothing to do with whether he's good or not. He's very well, good. Here's what I'll say. So it's okay to make some of those bets once in a while. It's just you can't live in that world. You can't continually keep making that bet repeatedly. Like you can't make that bet on like five players on your roster. Like, well, the situation is just going to get better when it's so bad and there's really no outs. Which is what uh, bothers me when analysts go out there on Twitter and they say, buy low, buy low, buy low. Who the hell is selling <laughs> Garrett Wilson low? Yeah, well, here, nobody's here, selling him low. Here's the problem. Um, a lot of analysts say a lot of things because they, yeah, they don't play. They don't, they don't play. play. They don't actually know what buy low means. And if you ask them, what does that mean? They'll say, well, pay less than you would have yesterday. You know, we'll pay. That, that doesn't help me, bro. Like, give me some names. Like, give me an actual offer. Yes. Only some of us can do that. No, they'll they'll trade our first for us all day, but they're not they're not in the trenches right alongside of us. So let's go to MG MJ Hammer here. I will admit, MJ Hammer, I had been putting this one off because I saw the one of four. However, I'm sure you wrote this perfectly. 
<laughs> Shades diet Shades buckling in, pulled down the uh the Dynasty Trades in five hat. Good looking hat. Uh one of four. One QB, 12 team start nine, half PPR, no tight end premium. Sent Christian Kirk, Dulcich, projected late 25 first, received Waddle. Previously traded away my 23 first in a package for Bijan and my 24 first in a package for JSN. In a shallow 1QB where I expect to contend for the next few years, should I keep trading away my first to buy starters and tear up instead of making the picks since they're unlikely to be starters? Is that a good strategy? I have two projected early 24 first stashed, no other 24 five picks. Tempted to sling my 26 picks and waddle slash Higgins for Wilson Alave Chase, unless you guys stop me. Thank you. All right. It sounds like one of those leaks, right? Where you're just, just slinging shit around, just slinging 26s. People are telling you they'll give your 29 first. Uh, let's go back here to the, uh, to the start. 1QB, 12 teams, start nine, half PPR. What do you think about this trade? Sent Christian Watts, uh, Christian Kirk, Dulcich, projected late 25 first, received Waddle. So he traded, uh, let's see, a penny, a uh, nickel, and a dime for like a quarter here. So you gave up You gave up nothing. You turned Christian Kirk, Greg Dulcich, who's useless in this format, and then a late first in 2025 for a starter in a 12-team 1QB. So that first trade... If those are the deals you're getting by just packaging shit with first, then keep making these deals until infinity. Yeah. Never make a pick. Yeah. Uh, here's okay. So I guess that kind of speaks to that. The second question was if he wants to just keep content and expects to just keep trading away his first by starters and tear up. Like in this league, like your first or my first or your first by uh, all means. 12 look, team, one QB, half PPR, start nine. If they're going to sell you starters like Waddle that are 23, 24 years old, cool. Yeah, let's keep doing that. Because, again, we love rookie picks. But this is what I really love to do with rookie picks is spend them on young dynasty assets that I kind of already know their range, that they're valuable. Uh, so if you can do that, sure. Just don't start doing it for guys like Devontae Adams. And when I say guys like, Wait, not specifically. I mean, even so, it's a late 25 first and a 1QB. Like, yeah. what are you even giving away? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't want him to get to the point where he's trading. He's just frivolous with the first. Sure. And he's just making them. He's not disciplined in the trade. If you're going to do it, if you're going to trade your picks away, you're not going to get younger through the draft, obviously. So what you need to do is make sure that the starters that you're getting aren't super there, old. There's some liquidity left in the player he's trading for. Exactly. If Again, you get that, then yeah, no problem yeah. trading away picks. And yeah. you, you leave yourself some outs too. So if, if yeah. some downturns happen on your roster, at least you still have some players that you can move off of. Let's go to this one right here from Fly Paint. Thank you for the super chat. Part one. Oh yeah, this guy's funny in his uh, in his avatar down there. It looks exactly like my neighbor. All right, part one. Twelve team superflex start eleven PPR. Uh, one point tight end premium. So we're going to go, it's 2.0 for tight ends coming off a rebuild quarterbacks, Mac Pickett, Kyler running backs, Saquon, Najee, Brian Robinson, Gibson, Kyron, Gus wide receivers are Garrett Wilson, Alave, Devonte Smith, Dotson, and Juju uh, continued part two tight ends, Hawk Kittle and Fryermuth. I traded away my 24 first for Kyler need QB points. What's the move? Thoughts on Mac versus Pickett. <laughs> uh, thoughts on Mac versus Pickett, Carr, Howell, Russell, Gino, low end, low tier QB twos worth a second. 
something along those lines. Are those guys worth a second? Sorry, I can't read right now. I think the problem is if you look at his roster, like he's got a lot of like trying to win now pieces mm-hmm. and he doesn't have his first and his QB room is scary for this year if he's trying to win now. So, I mean, you're in a tough spot because you, you could say, I'm going to try to trade. I mean, you could try to move Saquon, Najee, any of these guys like Kyron Williams or Brian Robinson that had good games. You know, they, you could go the other way, but I don't know. You think this this team can win, Shane? Can you win with Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett and no and first? Yeah, you can win anything. Oh, but are the other players strong enough to win here? Okay, well, let's see. We got Saquon. Uh, sure, he's good. Saquon has to stay healthy. Not, a lot of things have to happen here. Garrett, to be alive, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. With yeah, Garrett, well, with the, with the Rodgers thing, it hurts another high end. Yeah. I think outcome. With that, yeah, in, in a start eleven, the rest of his pieces are actually pretty good. Um, you know what I mean? Like they could, if it, I don't know that they could carry you to a title. But the fact that Mac and Pickett are your starting quarterback quarterbacks kind of does seem to limit you. Keep this Should in mind. Another... So traded away as 24 first. Yes, no Tyler. first. So let's keep that let's keep that in mind. No first. Do you can you trade for another QB? I think that's what he's asking. Can you trade a mm-hmm. uh can you trade can you trade for a Geno or a Derek Carr? I don't know if you can get those guys for a second. I don't... And yeah, Mac versus Pickett Carr, Hal, Russell, Geno, none of those. I for that I'll just hold on to to, to Mac, like sure, those could be upgrades. Like Hal looked like absolute trash. Well, no, you don't. You don't upgrade. You need another one. No, you're yeah, just getting another, another one. one. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. I no. I, I, I honestly no. So the question is, if you are a Derek Carr away from having a chance, you probably don't have a chance. You're not right? a chance. Yeah, just just like we were talking about Clay's team <laughs> that was in it until he lost one player, Aaron Rodgers. No, no, I understand based on that scoring. No, you're in that that one league. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Because quarterback scoring is like quadrupled or whatever. But yeah, if you're one player is the difference between you being a championship contender and last or towards the bottom, your team's yeah. not that no, strong. I get it. So here's the only other right. thing. Is there is there enough on this team where he could trade it away and get more players? I mean, Kittle, Fryermuth, Pickett, Mac Jones, Najee, Brian Robinson. Can he, can he get anything for those guys that makes it worth it to blow it up either? Yeah, that's what I was looking at too with uh, Kittle and Hawkinson in that format. 2.0 tight end premium. Like maybe the play is to like try to tear down from from one of them if somebody is willing to pay for it. Definitely, as long as the, he had a yeah, deal. exactly. That's that's yeah. As long as the market appreciates uh, how ridiculous tight ends are in that format, or how they're yep. very valuable. Okay, Matt Campbell, thank you for your super chat, man. Ten team super flex start nine, target twenty four or twenty five first. His team has Hertz, Dimes, and Lamb, but has Vets in Henry, Eckler, Mixon, Keenan, Hopkins, and little depth behind them. Think 25 could be the move. What's the strategy? I, I love this question actually, <laughs> because you're trying to like, you know, predict the future of this team. Um, we always start by looking at the QBs, right? Just generally to see like the strength and health of a team. So what do you guys think here? Looking at this team, do you want the 25 first or the 24 first? Hmm. Time probably, value of money? Probably. I guess it depends on where the other teams rank too. Like how many teams do I think are better than this one? Because even this team is shallow enough where, you know, Henry kind of fades, Eckler continues to be hurt. Like you could see how this team could go very badly this year. And yep. it's a top five pick. You know what I mean? 
if it, it, a lot of has a lot of a lot has to go wrong for that to be a top five pick this year. True. Natural life just has to continue to evolve for it to be a top pick in twenty five. So would you bet on this guy's twenty five straight up over his twenty four? Yes. Wow. Yeah. What do you I think about? Okay. Would you be willing to do it if he said either one, but I'm not giving you an extra on the twenty five? You pick. Would you take the twenty five if yeah. it was fifty fifty? Yeah, give me twenty five. I don't know if I'd have the stones to to do that or if I could say that right now. I'd have to know what the league thinks about first, like how valuable firsts are in that league. Because... Is this a sleeper league? Good point. Is this a sleeper league? Is that 25 first <laughs> damn near 24, a 24 first in the eyes of most of the people? That's a good yeah. point. Because if, if it's an MFL league, they do play different. Like in the MFL league, like 25 firsts are almost scoffed at. Like that, that's not a real year. And I'm like, you can't use that. That's my phrase. I trademarked that. Um, but in sleeper, it's more than a real year. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 can see the, year, yeah. I, I can see the context if it's an MFL league and if your league doesn't value yeah. the picks like that, sure. Hold on and take the 24 instead. Yeah. We've got a couple of funny things. Yeah. It's still start here. Bob says, Bob says Shane does owe me a sexual favor. <laughs> Bob, let me just say this. I do lots of stuff for money, so I don't really, you know, whatever. Yeah, and maybe and, Bob should join the Discord, and maybe yeah. there's a chance he gets one. Yeah, Berto's got in here. Discord's highly recommended. Thank you. He's clearly a uh, clearly a member under Scott too. So, so roster reviews is a new thing that we're um, that we're working on. So we've got three tiers. So a peer to peer, where we've got a group of a few guys who uh, some squirts and hammers who can review your rosters. It's like a cheaper option, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a quality product. I think there's a market for it. But if you want one of your peers that we'll put our brand behind to review your roster, that's an option. The tier we always put is the scott and shane live roster review it's a kick-ass product okay so that's another tier and then if you want to get big boy big girl big hammer big squirt we've got a very fancy heisman tier review where you can take over one of our live streams make you look all fancy give you some merch and all of that so go to uh dynastytradesand5.com slash roster review so go to our website top left corner roster review there's a landing page check out the details there click on those or um just email under scott there roster review at dynastytradesand5.com so i think that was the uh the whole roster review spiel there i don't know i blacked out what happened did fine no yeah. you nailed it you nailed did it. look and i just i want to put this out there and not in a mean way um me and scott um just as far as a patron would respond to a lot of dms but uh those are being pushed to the discord channel if you're, you're not in there i'm not likely to respond to your dm and i don't mean that to sound like a dick but that's where i'm spending most of my time and scott as well yeah i mean we do, we just have to at some point right like we 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 were not a monetization channel and, and whatever we still care about our community content and community but to keep the content coming we got to uh yeah we got to monetize to a certain extent uh yeah we got destination debbie in the house He's going whoa now shane he was laughing out loud i guess what i was saying big hammer big squirt something like that well an but, important uh, thing and no one voted on this is uh every cool uh group patron whatever has a cool name right like scott had the chill billies um hq had the whatever the name was horrible um so <laughs> just says every every group has a cool name and then immediately so has, the well, it has a name so i was trying to think the other day so i went with either hammerheads or squirters and uh 
Squirters didn't get a lot of votes. I was kind of, I was kind of pulling for that. <laughs> like I wanted to be able to call everybody the squirters. I'd prefer the hammerheads. Yeah. But... Whatever. Hammerheads would win. And if, if those are the options, hammerhead wins, wins that. Shane, where, where do you spend all day of your time when you're actually at your real job? You just with the squirters. I'm hanging with the squirters. This <laughs> <laughs> one's going. This one's going south. Yeah, yeah. So we um, so we don't have anything starred other than uh, we've got this. Discord is lit. Thank you, Chub Knuckles. Um, yeah, that's that's it for tonight, man. We did an hour and fifty minutes. We have four hundred and eighty-one people still hanging out with us in here. That's kick-ass. Make sure you hit that like. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Easiest way to help out the channel. Biggest way to help out the channel, join our Patreon down there, patreon.com slash all gas. You can join our tier. You can go to Ray's uh, website, Destination Devi. Yeah, destinationdevi.com. I'm pulling a Shane there. Uh, if you go there, you can see Destination 5 is a Discord uh, tier where it's both of us. So it's a combo tier, everything with uh, Destination Devi and Dynasty Trades in 5 in 1. So you have to go to the website there, patreon.com slash all gas for ours. That's hey. all I got, man. I can't talk anymore. I am dying of heat exhaustion in this and office it, right now. AC is busted. And again, a cheap plug for uh, my article is dropping on DD's uh, website tomorrow, my first of the year. Nice. Well, and, and, I'll, and I'll just I'll just plug this because Shane has uh, agreed to come on as one of the writers with DD. We revamped the content schedule. You'll now find all of the trades in five content on the Destination Devi radio feed, yep. uh, or the Wake Up with Ray G and Jay Rich feed. Uh, and then Ray and I obviously are doing our Destination Chill show on Wednesday. So tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing that show. And then if you're in the Discord, you essentially get a continuation of that uh, for the Discord AMA at 10 o'clock. So you're going to get more of us than obviously the Saturday night hangouts with Shane and I in the DTI 5 is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to those every week. Last week's was just, it was it was chill. It felt like we were literally like in our old group meetings, except we were able to talk and not have to type. So it was awesome. It was it was awesome to consume. I was just chilling on the couch, just chilling on the couch with the headset. Um, but yeah, it's also going to be a living and growing or living and breathing Discord channel too. Like we're we're just growing it right now. It's going to end up being sick. We're going to have all sorts of extra content. That's all I got to say. It's going to be worth whatever we're pricing it at. Okay, yep. that's all I got. Thank you to everyone who uh, who stuck around. We will um, we will see you later. And yeah, I guess we're on for for next Tuesday stream. But you will you will hear from us before then. So. I'm going to end this broadcast later.